What's up, daddies? Today on Power Moves, a cook gets busted selling meth at a Waffle House, a guy gets an artillery shell stuck in his exit area, and a weirdo gets busted measuring his privates at a library. Live from Sag Nasty Saginaw, Michigan, you living in the Power Move, daddy? Yeah, we're making Power Moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making Power Moves, straight out of Grand Block, Michigan. Rockin' a cold one in each hand My buddy Dave and I are Americans Just making power moves Rippin' heaters and chuggin' paps Now you lied with no class Blowin' shit up and chasing ass Yeah, we're making power And we're moves. back. Welcome to Power yeah, Moves. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Thank you kindly for tuning into the People's Podcast. Joining me all the way from Los Angeles, whoop, California. It's the host of the Hunk Podcast and star of the Eric Andre Show. It's your baby brother, Mike <laughs> Brido Bridenstine. What's up, man? It's your boy. It's your boy. Holler at him. It's your boy. Holler at your boy. Um, if, you, if you're a K-Money or Peanuts Champagne Room subscriber on Patreon.com slash Power Moves with Mike Burns, you just got to hear a full half hour <laughs> of Brido and I cringing through hell stories from the portland comedy festival and both of us are we're we both feel a little ill we both not, don't feel good about uh the last year we were there it's uh yeah it's uh it's just bad is it, is it is it better if like what if only one of us had that bad experience the other one was like yeah you were bad both of us are like Ugh. yeah Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Do you got any hot button topics for this week, Brado? No. Oh, no, good. I'm ready to rock and roll with whatever you're doing. Good. I'm a little, uh, my throat's a little rock. I just did the MNB. I'm going back to back to back. Monday Night Beers. Uh, pre-game. Flagship. I'm Iron Man. I'm only on one and a half beers, which I think is pretty admirable. I told Brado usually I'll... Depending if I'm ramped up and I don't have shit to do, Monday Night Beers is Monday Night Beers for a reason. It's it's fun to see how many beers you can drink in an hour to an hour and a half time frame. And nothing, never been arrested for nothing domestic. That's a nice, it's a nice safe way to, to enjoy a couple beverages with fellas that are not in town. I am back on the program now, which is which is a lot of fun because pot I can't man, believe you're risking you're risking that much pee. Oh no! There, well, there's four of us on the show, so if you got to pee, just wander off. It's like uh, you're really yeah, at the still, really at still. Last show, I had to pee twice, <laughs> <laughs> which is like someone's trying to talk to you, and you're like, I gotta fucking go pee. And during this one, Pop Man was was slugging him down, and Pop Man in the middle of it, I'd say two thirds of the way through, he started like, I got I got to pee, and like no one heard him, but I did, and then kept going and kept going and he didn't go pee and i just the whole time couldn't stop thinking in my head how bad he must have had to urinate because oh. <laughs> you know it's when you're you're sitting at home doing it i know the potty is like right there it's right there every time i turn around he was right there yeah kumail joke yeah. early kumail <laughs> joke what's the joke early kumail it's a it's about it's about the guy from like Desert Storm who was like Chemical Ali or something, and he had one eye. And I don't know if it was Chemical Ali or what 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 terrorist guy it was, but so 
he had one eye and he was trying to get away on a bike and he talks about how there's no depth for, of course Kumail uh world uh world star level comedian not that he's on world, world star world star hip hop <laughs> turns every, the guy's trying to get away and every time I, he'd turn around the guy chasing him was right there <laughs> <laughs> I say that all the time. Like I'll be driving in the car, and like I do that. Too. I do that too for random I, ass jokes. Right. I don't. I don't. I'll just know the one line from the joke. I mean, that's Kumail Nanjiani, uh, famous movie star Kumail Nanjiani. But I'm guaranteeing that you have some like some shit from people who aren't even famous to like me or right. like oh yeah, Chicago comic. Yeah, from back then I have stuff that I'll say out loud and not remember where it's from and then remember it's one of my jokes <laughs> like I, uh, like oh that's that oh my god and people say shit to me from like 2004 2005 that i've never done again people say disposable money brag brag to me right um like that's just like a punchline i, th- I was thinking the other day how that good of a rap name that is disposable, disposable money, money. money brag bag brag brag yeah yeah or, people, or like, or, um, or like, if you say, if I say to you, like, "Hey, I need a, I need two cookies," you might say back to me, "You don't, don't need, need any cookies." Yeah, and that's and in my head, a Josh Cheney joke, right? But, but I think of it as I had to think for a second. I was like, "Oh, that's one of your jokes," because I couldn't remember the rest of the joke, and I just yeah. remember you saying it probably more. Because we should say it all the time. You don't. Oh, I need... thought that was something you would say all the time. Is you go, you don't need any cookies. I don't know. We probably both did. We probably both <laughs> said it a lot of times, and probably don't remember due to the liquid yeah. intake, which again yes. you can hear on the pregame show. If you want, if you want to be disturbed and maybe think, well, comedy sounds a lot of fun. Like, yeah, some of it does sound fun, but all of this sounds really bad, and I'm glad that I never had to go through it. By the way, somebody said to me that they really enjoy that I stopped drinking and you kept drinking because they're worried that if they stop drinking that they won't be friends with their their friends that still drink. And to see that we both are still friends was like encouraging to them. Oh, not a – yeah, absolutely you can still be just as good of friends. You just can't really go out to the bar and do the bar thing anymore, <laughs> which is probably a good idea. And – I would say that you stopping drinking made me drink way less because without a really yeah for sure, just huh. because it's encouraging, you know yeah yeah and that's not to say that I've always done that and practice it correctly but I'd say just in general I mean I've cut back to a couple beers at night or at the most I'll have a bottle of Pinot Noir I mean that's four glasses of wine and I think that's pretty reasonable sometimes you got to take the edge off. You pronounced it wrong. It's pronounced bullet ride. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God to you, Bridal, that is not allowed in my house. <laughs> Things like that, I do not bring it. Oh. I do not bring that in the house. Wife brought in a bottle of bullet rye the other oh. day. I, I'll every now and then, I'll smell it and just shudder. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's because it's. You know, you know the demons. You know, you you, oh. you know the demons want it, and you you have to shudder to make sure the the angels don't have a sip. <laughs> the the cells of my body are like no. 
Yeah. <laughs> Don't any, you do this. any any bad couple of days usually started with one or one of us or us splitting a bottle of bullet rye and a twelve pack of Bud Light. And then the with that it'll all be gone and it's only ten at night. What do we do now? A, a, Sierra, a bottle of Sierra Nevada with a little with two fingers of bullet rye next to it used to be the old how the night got started and then we'd run out and i'd say bridal should we beavis and butthead to the store and then we <laughs> then we'd beavis and butthead down to the liquor store and reload and and that's why we can't hang out while one of us one of us <laughs> i mean if you didn't get married and stop drinking i think we'd both be dead so yeah. it all worked out <laughs> yeah before we get started, I have a special message for newlyweds Daddy Jason and Dadette Jennifer from your boy, Carl Welzine. Carl wrote this himself, Brado. Special, special, special message. Special mesh. <laughs> oh, okay, I got to do the Carl voice. Wanted to say congrats to Fur and Jace on their nups. Hope Jace didn't get choked up like Mike Schmidt at his retirement speech. Jeez. <laughs> oh, that's a reference. Yes. He's so, they're from uh, Philadelphia. He's a Phillies fan. Oh, Schmidt. Schmidt's a bad crier. I remember that. It's my dad's favorite player. Oh, my God. It's it's so hard to watch. <laughs> <He's> so- <laughs> Let me finish this. I'm trying to be sincere. All I'm doing is laughing at the reference. It's a great reference. <laughs> Just because my ex-wife, Anne, pretty much flushed all be- an all-beefcake catch like myself down the toilet, it don't mean that I can't be haps for a young couple getting consensual. Her Jace used to play bass and sing for a chill ska band. Fur must be a major smoke show, because everyone knows bass players get at least the fourth or fifth choice at every concert. <laughs> Of course, it's a ska band, so there might be like eight horn players and some guy who just dances around for no reason, like his crotch got stung by bees. So it's possible it was more of a 15th or 16th choice of concert babes. Also, got to take into account that there's probs only like three babes at a ska concert, so marriage was probs a chill choice in a world of peener and veggies. Jace loves cigars, which is kind of concerning. As a married man with responsibilities, might want to switch to cigs. It's a healthier alternative due to the small size. Plus, they come in light. You can't just smoke a pack of 20 full flavor cigars a day and expect to be around for the kids and crap. That's why I keep it chill with P-Funk lights. My teen son, Vape Dog, might end up joining a crack dealer street gang or some crap without my wisdom and guidance. I mean, it sounds kind of cool, but probably wouldn't work out well. If I had one piece of marital advice for you two, it'd be B-A-D. Balls, attitude, direction. I don't know how that helps, but it sounds so badass when little Junior Brown said it in Kiss of Death, you guys. Congrats. (laughs) That's so much fun, right, Matt? That was great. A plus. <laughs> Let's get A to plus. some power news. You can use in people deserve a living wage news. A hardworking Waffle House cook is in big trubs in Tennessee. Cops got their panties in a twist because 31-year-old Anthony James Silcox was selling meth out of a Waffle House in Carryville outside of Nashville. Five O rolled in all hot and bothered like a bust in a Bad Boys movie and went buck wild in the Waffle House Friday afternoon to bust Silcox. 
He was standing at the grill doing his goddamn hard ass job for like 10 bucks an hour, which is some bullshit. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. Do they want people to have jobs or not? Like everyone's all like people don't want to work. Well, this guy was doing some shit. No one else wanted for dick money. And he's trying <laughs> while to make he it while, he, while he's a drug dealer. He's just trying to he's just trying to make a little extra cash. A little cash. And now it's a big disaster. Now this guy is just going to be screwed. It's just it's just upsetting to me. Like after Mike Lowry. In the did you game, watch? Did you watch uh, Chappelle give the induction speech for Jay-Z uh, Hall of Fame? No, is that the new Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, immediately put that on your list. Is it good? Because the last Rock Ch and Roll Chappelle's Chappelle's introduction of Jay Z is completely worth seeing. I I tell you, I used to love the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. It was like I got so pumped for it and watched every last yeah. second of it. And then I think the last one or the one before was just bad. Or is this is Dave Grohl in this one? Yes. See, that maybe was when I got pissed off, and that's why I didn't watch it, because Maiden nor Priest are in the Rock and Roll fucking Hall of Fame, but you mm. already put Dave Grohl in, and it's very upsetting to me. It's so disrespectful. Fucking Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, not mm. in the Hall Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but you hustle Dave Grohl up to the front of the line, and I think... Dave Grohl, of course, should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But there's a line, motherfucker. There's a big yes, line. They, get, they got in before Soundgarden, which is odd to me. Right. Stuff like that is just, I would be embarrassed. Dave Grohl also has enough power that he could say, no, I want you to put them in first. He could say right. that. They were inducted by Paul McCartney. Oh, come on. All right. Paul McCartney doesn't need any more screen time. Paul McCartney came out and inducted the the Foo Fighters into the Hall of Fame. That's fine. I don't, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna judge. Okay, fine. What about what about LL Cool J? No, no. You want to see Dr. Dre come out and talk about LL Cool J? No, no. I I do want to see that, but I'm saying LL Cool J again. There's a line. <laughs> there's a fucking line. Is Tina Tina Turner's in this class? Correct. Yes, I'm she doesn't show. She doesn't. She doesn't show up. Yeah, she hides in Germany. She got it figured out. I read a big long article in, um, I believe, New York Times or New Yorker. I forget which one. And she talks about how where she lives and what her life's like, and it's great. She sounds like she's really figured her life out. And she lives in like well, a. She's also in her eighties. She lives in like a castle in Germany. Like she doesn't want any more of this crap. And that's yeah, I, that yeah. makes me really respect her, because that's what I'd be like. Talk about it all the time. I wouldn't do jack shit if I had all the time in the world and all the money. And just like, I'm not coming back for that. I'm done. We're all done yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was pulling into the Home Depot yesterday and I heard an ad on the radio for Kevin Hart's new comedy podcast. And. <laughs> It made me so mad. A, yeah. I hate celebrity podcasts. Yeah, they're, everybody does. They're rarely good. You don't no. need to do one. And I don't mean like a like a washed up celebrity who needs a paycheck and wants to find no, a resurgence. Obama and Springsteen together. Right. This is the people's podcast. <laughs> Hunk's the people's podcast. Those are some other crap. 
that they have enough. Doesn't Kevin Hart? He's he has like eight TV shows. He has he must never be able to have his own thoughts. There has to, there's something have, wrong. Yeah. Like NBC refused to cover the Harvey Weinstein allegations because they th- were threatened by the Clintons that they would remove access from the Clinton campaign if they covered Harvey Weinstein. And yet this bitch needs a podcast. Unreal. They just can't imagine a genre of media that they can't also dominate. Right. And they probably sell it like, hey, man, we'll give you. uh, It's also a cash cow. Kevin Hart, do you want a million dollars for an exclusive podcast only on Spotify? It will will have a producer for you. It'll be a half hour of prep once a week and then one hour of your time to record. And you can walk immediately out the door. You don't have to post it or fucking edit it or any of that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I'll do that. But, you know, I would still if I was that level of income and and money coming in at all times and doing whatever I want, I'd be like, not doing that. Doing a podcast Podcast for people like me and you who like. But that's what separates your mentality from the type of motherfucker who becomes Kevin Hart. Right. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I don't want to. That guy seems miserable. He does. Listen, I I just had a conversation with <laughs> stand up is a, absolute, with a, with a, absolute dog trash. It's the it worst. Is, it is. Yeah. I had a conversation with a comedian who was in Chicago at the same time that we were mentioned to you by name, mentioned me, said that like we were all like he just assumed that we were plugged in. A lot of people don't know he was a Chicago comedian because he was just there to get 25 minutes and go be a comedian full time on the road. And he did that. But then he says he he and he's he got successful and he got on Letterman and he got all kinds of things. But he says he looks back and he's like, you guys are like in each other's weddings and shit. Right. You can you can have friends or you can be business <laughs> business. Show friends. Yeah. Show business. Yeah. And so, you know, you got to be Logan Roy at a certain point. I feel that like the higher level you get, if you don't stay grounded, you just kind of lose any authentic friendships that you have because people are hangers on or they want something. Right. And no one likes you anyway. <laughs> yeah. No one likes you. So they will abandon ship the second that you fuck up. Like, and you see that repeatedly, all those comedy store guys that are just have like transactional friendships. As soon as one of them gets like a rape charge fucking thrown against them, they all fucking bail because that's nobody's boy. You know, right. Like, right. And you might not, Brado, if you got a, if you got me tooed and canceled, I would still be your confidant and still like, you know, talk to you, but I wouldn't tell nobody. About it. <laughs> well, Our public relationship is going to be kind of put on the back burner till, you know, some sort of stuff is sorted out. Well, sure. That's unspoken. I mean, you could, that's the same way. It goes both ways. I'm not saying either of us are going to get canceled or me tooed. The worst things you can hear about us are probably on the half hour about the Portland Bridgetown Festival on Patreon. I don't know. There's a there's a story that kind of touched me that was about some like MMA fighter that went to like this dude's like I don't remember what he did, but it was either like murder or worse. And this MMA fighter like sat like was the only person who was sitting in court on his like in his corner or whatever and they were just like what what are you doing he goes i don't know i haven't had like a lot of friends and so i values the ones that i had 
Right. And I was like, fuck, yeah. I guess. I got you lots know? of friends. I don't. Fucking Tombstone. One of my, almost brings a tear to my eye almost every time. Fucking Doc Holliday. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah, that's why I do anything for him. Loyalty yeah. is so important. Yeah. But if they're not your real friends, loyalty ain't shit. <laughs> yeah. Loyalty ain't hustle, ain't shit, and respect. Right. The people I surround myself with are all people that I will, no matter what, would still be friends with. And there's a big difference. <laughs> and you'd, because I'm sure that's the way, because I'm not wealthy or, <laughs> or popular. <laughs> right. You know, that's how you know. But then some people drift off. What do the you reason, the reason I, the reason I brought that all up was because <laughs> he said this guy was selling meth, and Chappelle talks about in his induction to the Hall of Fame of Jay Z. Wow, we went, we went that off page from what you were yeah, saying. Yeah. That, that was I like three wanted, days I ago. Knew, I knew that when I started to say that, I was like, you "Just stick a fucking flag in this because we're going <laughs> off on a tangent here." So that's it. <laughs> that was the only reason. No, he's he's like the American pie. The American American pie isn't always made out of apples. It's made out of whatever the fuck you can get your hands on. <laughs> That's great, fuck. Because he's talking about how he sold. He's, he's talking about how Jay Z sold uh, crack. He's so many great lines in it, man. Like they're taking a picture with him and Beyonce, and then he goes, "Excuse me a second. And he moves Beyonce to the middle of the picture, and he goes, "The rose between the thorns." <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I might watch that tonight. I might watch that. You tonight. should. You should. You should. Been watching. Um, what about what do I what was I watching last night? It's the Ryan, the Ryan uh, Gosling Baby Goose movie where he takes his shirt off and Steve Carell's like, "Oh my god, you're fucking so hot" or something. Crazy sexy love. Crazy stupid love. Mm, I don't know. Well, it's one of those. It's one of my um, continuous, kind of lighthearted comedies that I like to watch before right. bedtime now, so I can okay. not have. All right. Night terrors. <laughs> after Mike Lowry, after Mike Lowry and the gang got the big bus done, they found a whopping three point three grams of meth on Silcox. Like, what? Fucking three point three grams? That sounds like a reasonable, responsible amount of meth for any person to have on them in, in a Tennessee. Re a reasonable, responsible amount of meth. Yeah, in Tennessee, that's like that's nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's like, yeah. you know, that's, they all, everyone has that amount. <laughs> it's a side hustle. You know, it's just, he, um, he reportedly admitted to the cops to pushing meth out of the Waffle House. It was reported, he said, he does not sell methamphetamine every day, but has sold methamphetamine several times in the past. Well, sometimes. When he needs hey, buddy, if you sold it every day, then you wouldn't have to work at that Waffle House. Right, right. And he, he could do that, but he chooses not to. He doesn't want to be some, he's not some dirtbag guy. He's just, he's just making a little extra money. It's a fucking, yeah. it's a, just a side hustle. It's better than getting your crap pushed in by some scumbag company like Uber. Like probably side at Seidenberg. Probably 10 other people in that fucking Waffle House had more meth on them. It's a fucking Waffle House. <laughs> Go in everyone's pockets. If you're just rolling up on guys, going in their pockets, go go to everyone's, go through everyone's Levi's. See what they've got in their fucking Wranglers. <laughs> it got sadder with Pil when with uh, Silcox alleging allegedly said, "I'm just trying to make a living." 
and was currently living in his Ford F-150 truck and at random motels. He's, I mean, he's yeah. poor. <laughs> he, ever, he really is just like, yeah, a couple times I sold meth. So who ratted this guy out? This guy isn't some drug kingpin. He had a couple rocks of meth he was going to sell to some motherfucker who was going to buy it anyway. It's almost like refreshing to hear that people are on meth, like not on like opioids, like always. Right. Just let the guy sell some meth. Tennessee people are going to buy it. It's just at least this guy. This guy has a job. At least he's yeah. a, he's trying. He's trying he's to contributing. He's, he pays taxes. He's trying to make money. He just can't make that much. It's just certainly not. A, it's not enough. He's got to live in a if fucking. If he makes enough money. He makes enough money, he can buy a house, pay more taxes. Right. He's trying to save up. Yeah. Charged with sale and delivery of meth, a felony, and possession of drug paraphernalia, a misdemeanor, Silcox, is currently locked up in the Campbell County before December 9th court hearing, which is uh, today while you're listening to this. So we, uh, I hope he gets out. I hope they fucked up the bust or something. I can't. It's just because it's a, now... It's a nonviolent offender. Legalize it. Right, because cool. Like, now this guy... This poor guy who's a cook at Waffle House for $10 an hour. And I looked it up. It's between 10 and 13 an hour. And I guarantee you in this podunk little town of Tennessee, it's towards the $10 scale. He uh, lives in his truck. It's already hard enough for this man. He's had a hard time. And now his what life. What's the house cost in Tennessee? Like a poor person house. I don't in Tennessee. know. Can't... Knoxville is probably expensive. Nashville is very very expensive now but this guy's gonna have his life completely ruined even more and probably the guy's gonna go to prison so some scumbag prison owner can get more richer and plus that waffle house now has to get somebody else to do the grueling job of cooking there for bullshit pay like <laughs> this is no good they did how many police man hours did it take to take down this big Dope pusher at Waffle House. It's not like it was fucking the Breaking Bad Gustavo guy with the with the chicken restaurant moving pounds of meth, like thousands of pounds at all times. No, he had he had a fucking Waffle Waffle Escobar. He had a fu- <laughs> he had a fucking rock, and at least he was honest. He told the cops, like, yeah, I fucking live in my truck. And once in a while, I sell meth so I can sleep in a bed so I don't die. <laughs> it's like, I'd like to not live in my truck, but sorry, I, I don't. have three? Oh, three look at point... El Chapo living in his F-150. Yeah, yeah. fucking, I'd like to live in a truck, not live in my truck, but I can't make enough money. So what the fuck am I supposed to do? Do you live in your car, officers? Do you live in your truck, judge? No, because you get paid a living wage. And I make waffles all day for $7.50 fucking cents an hour after taxes. Because that's what you take home. seven fifty an hour to bust ass in a hot ass flat top grill all day long. So I completely fucking understand why once in a while, if he wants to sleep in a flea bag motel instead of his fucking cold ass or hot ass Ford F-150 truck on the bench seat, Maybe he needs to move a little fucking money because goddamn places don't pay a living wage, Brido. That's why. That's right. I agree. That's right. That's right. In international rectum damn near killed him news. Oh, this is this is from across the pond, Brido. So um, 
maybe try Ooh. maybe try and do another another sweet English accent. Ooh. 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 A bomb disposal team in Gloucester, England got called to the hospital after in it in it after a man arrived with an unexploded World War Two mortar stuck in his stink pipe. In it. In it. The patient was. That's great if you're co-host on the show and you only said that every once in a while. In it. In it. <laughs> the patient was a military enthusiast and had the mortar as part of a private collection. Private. Uh, uh in the, yeah, private secrets. Enthusiast. Ooh, you know. That's private, in it. <laughs> enthusiast. Yeah, that's I got a lot of the stuff around it. Sometimes, you know, it go they fall on it and you know, it's it was right next to my pink plastic pork sword and my fist o double dong and <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. It was right Naughty, naughty boy. It was back to my but it was right by my naughty pink plastic pork sword. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fuck up. It's, it's- it's not fair. Oh, I want to be a pink plastic pork sword. <laughs> Isn't it? Do you want to have ass to ass with my fisto double dong? Oh, it's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. I want to have ass to ass fisto sex well, machine. I want to have Isn't it? just like I want to have like I watched that movie. Requiem for Dream, and there's the ass-to-ass scene, and I want to use my fist or double-dong with a friend, with one of me mates. <laughs> oh, I want to be in Rectal Cream for a Dream with my mates. <laughs> Rectal Cream for a Dream! <laughs> oh, I want to be in Rectal Cream for a Dream with my mates, in it? Jared Leto, he did drugs in his arm and had to Chop it off. He chopped off his arm. Hello! <laughs> if you want us to us. If you want to f- feel like you've had a really bad day, I recommend watching <laughs> Requiem for Rectum Cream for Dream and feel anxiety for the next three days. I also recommend that movie. <laughs> recommend? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Rectumend. Oh, I'd like to recommend recommend a movie. Rectum cream for a dream. I'd like to recommend rectum cream for a dream, isn't it? (laughs) My favourite two movies are Mary Poppins and Rectum Cream for Dream. (laughs) Mary Poppers. Mary Poppers. Poppers are scary. <laughs> Poppers are fucking scary, man. What are they? What are they? They They're, make your butthole loose. They make right? your, they make your beehole gape, so you can do it in the butt. But it yeah. all it's like a cruiser drug, but it's also like real dirty shit. It's it oh. it's one of those like if you did a bunch of it, you'd it's just dirty. It's weird, gross, like high that you get from it. It's, what is it? I don't know, but I I do oh. know. Is when I was living at the Carl Hess house. They had poppers over by, <laughs> over by the training day house from where, uh, where Roger lives. It's a couple doors yes, down yes, from yes. where I lived, and I sublet yes, yes, there yes. for a little bit. 
And that house had, you know, like a house, chill guy, normal guy. But there's also, when you have a house that has, in Echo Park, that has like six comedians and some other just who knows people living at it. And one guy was a porn star. And oh, yeah. like the pot man lived there for a little bit when he was in a pinch, just like I did. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of uh, weirdo unsavories that like to party in a different way than you do that are in and out of there. And um, there was one night I remember there. I mean, pop is in his name. <laughs> I don't think pop was doing the poppers. Pop's more of a whiskey Winston's and fucking Coors Light kind of guy. But <laughs> I was at some fucking warehouse party over by that puppet show place in in Histo Flipto and oh, and it was man. a real dark weird scene in there and it was ho- like Halloween night or something it's just like one of those like weird party where I didn't know anyone but like one person and that person wandered off and I was just like get out get out of there and I couldn't get a fucking Uber because my phone didn't work there and it's not a place where you got stabbed yeah you gotta get out of there yeah I didn't I couldn't get a car my phone wouldn't work and then a horror movie I finally like walked down the street enough like underneath the overpass and it was like I could get a signal there and I was just like Okay, I'm at this address, and I sprinted back. And then when I got back to the house, the people that I was with, there's like two of them, and a couple unsavories had come back there, and they're all doing poppers. And I was like, like you know, you take like a bottle and you just breathe like some. I don't know, man. I'm not. I don't do that kind of shit. Like that's just. They were taking it to have butt stuff, or they were taking it just because they got a weird high and they made their. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It feels a bad vibe, man. Okay, so I th- okay, so someone took those at some point, and they're like, "I noticed when you walked away, your butthole looked like a whistling. <laughs> looked like a hallway you could throw a pink hot dog down. Your I don't butthole looked like you were going. Ooh, I don't know what happened because I went up and locked my door." <laughs> Because I was so paranoid from the evening, and I think I brought like a six pack up there, and just I didn't have a TV. It was just like a fucking prison cave, and I just like sat there on the bed, just drank, and just could hear crazy. You noticed like a bunch of dudes walking around looking like their assholes were blowing smoke (laughs) rings. Hey man, your butthole looks fucking big through them jeans. It's so gaped. I can see it. I can see it through those through your jeans. It's like like you got a wedgie, but it's just like a a, a hole. It's just like it's like a you know when a comedian takes a handkerchief and he like tucks it into his palm. It looks like that. Oh, oh, oh! It started to leave a mark like a like a chew can or like a. <laughs> it looks like I can see the I can see the, the uh, folds in your anus, just like <laughs> denim anus. Oh, oh, oh. Why does your asshole always look surprised? I don't know. I've been pop- doing these doing things. Those poppers again? You got the <laughs> denim anus going. It's a denim anus situation. <laughs> Why does your butthole look like it's making the duck fa- a duck face to look more slimming? I don't know why they're all doing poppers. There are people doing, you know other stuff too <laughs> your asshole looks like a blow up doll like a blow up doll yes do you got a blow up doll in your pants 
<laughs> little, do you have a little oral Annie blow up doll in your pants? Little oral Annie. So oh yeah, there God. was the other drugs that were probably being done, but it just felt dirty, and I think I moved out shortly thereafter. <laughs> face, I'm, I'm making a face. <laughs> oh God, poppers. Some things, um, you know. You can be proud about uh, just little things in your life. And something I can be proud of is that I've never done poppers. <laughs> well, if you have, legalize it. I, yeah, legalize the poppers. And it also had it. it had like some weird, like, you, you know, like uh, those seven-hour energy drinks, but like not that brand, like the off-brands that you see at the gas station that are just like, what is that? That's not FDA approved at all. It had like a label like that with like a, I don't know, dynamite, like a, like a pack of, you know, firecrackers, like a dynamite stick going off and like. Oh, so poppers are just like those big yellow pills that say like rhino cum on them. Something like that. Yeah. But I don't know if you buy it. I don't think you buy them at the store. I think you got to score those. I could be incorrect either way. Uh, I mean, anything at the front at the front desk at the front counter of like a gas station no good or a, horny a, goat um, weed like, all yeah. night long medicine <laughs> just take a penny leave a penny take dirty pennies <laughs> put them in dirty your pennies. put them in your denim anus your 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 third back pocket <laughs> <laughs> denim. put them in your denim anus your coin purse <laughs> <laughs> Dena, keep my wallet word. my wallet in the back in the right back pocket and then the center pocket that's my coin purse i keep my do these pants make me look like i have <laughs> denimanus <laughs> oh god this is like a this is like a fucked up seinfeld episode you know there's that one where uh, mr uh, george's dad falls on that pasta that fug fusilli jerry and then million to one shot, shot, doc, million to one shot. And then he has to go to the doc. But this is what this guy did. And I think he saw that episode, Brido. <laughs> Stop being that face. <laughs> little, little oral Brido. <laughs> Brido, you got them. You got, you got that denim in his lips. <laughs> I can't even look at you anymore. <laughs> Everybody send Burns a picture of your denim anus face. <laughs> People have real jobs, Brad. <laughs> he said he put it on the floor and then slipped and fell on it. A source at the Gloucester Royal Hospital told the newspaper. Fucking, you didn't do that. Fucking. Slipped and, slipped and fell on my dildo. 57 millimeter World War II shell. You fell and it didn't just fall over when you landed on it. Million to one shot, straight up denim anus. Come on. I mean, that's that's funny that you're buying like World War II relics just to put in your butthole. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because he loves them that's so some, much. That's, that's some Chris Cooper American beauty shit, man. Yeah, it's like this is this is from World War II. It is a relic. Mm -hmm. It is unused. Mm -hmm. It's never, guarantee you, never been in a butthole before. But 
all that's going to change today. All that's going to change today. Today we that make is history. Such an interesting. That is an interesting fellow, man. Today we change history. <laughs> I never even occurred to me that people who collect things, they they could just be collecting it to put it in their beehole. Uh huh. It's a it's a it's a big ass shell, and I'm telling you, you got to have a gape denimanus. If you can just slip and fall on a mortar and it goes up your doo-doo garage, that's the only way <laughs> that that's going to happen. <sighs> Police who responded to a report of a patient who had presented with a munition in his rectum later identified the round as a 57mm World War II shell that was fired from anti-tank guns. <laughs> Jesus. It's a big shell. I mean, you could get it up there, I suppose. It's got a tip, and if you looped it up, but still, you're going to... Tip, tip, tip. <laughs> tip, tip. Well, no, it's an anti-stank shell. There we go. That's a fun joke. The bomb squad... Anti-stank shells. There it is. The bomb squad from the 11 Explosive Ordnance Disposal Regimen. That's how fucking, like, what what cop departments are in in England. Explosive oh Ordnance Disposal Regimen. In the U.S., it's just bomb squad. It's a bomb squad. Call the bomb squad. Get that. Get that. Uh, Detonators cleaned out of that mortar shell. Okay. Explosive oh. ordinance disposal regimen. Quickly, we must retrieve this brass dog bomb from the bloke's gate <laughs> fun shop. <laughs> Me fun shop is filled. <laughs> please, please help me. Help me! Uh, I took it too far! (laughs) The item had been removed prior to police arrival and the Army's explosive ordnance disposal team were contacted, a spokesman said. Hospital staff were able to retrieve the mortar from the patient. They confirmed it was not live and therefore not a danger to the public, Gloucester police said. I mean, come on. He just shoved Jesus that thing up there. Come on, man. I'm not off the fucking turnip truck. No, 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 no. No, no, no. He fell. No. He shoved that thing up there. He, He's like, uh, Big Ben, Parliament, and he fell on it. <laughs> he He's said like, that first. I'm gonna, oh, I'm in such blarney. Or, I'm in such blarney. And he's like, what? He's like, rubble. And they're like, what? He's like, trouble. <laughs> And a one, and a two, and a three, and a big band of parliament. Ooh! Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> In corncob peener news, an Iowa wow. man, that's from your Ooh. alma mater, Brido. An Iowa man my got... Beloved, my beloved home state. Got pinched. Well, this is what people do around there, I guess. This is what okay. your people do. I'll tell you. I'll Iowa man her. got pinched for, hey, maybe you've done this. I don't know. It's from your college. It's from your alma mater. I don't know what people do there. I, University Michi- of Iowa? Michigan State, man. Nothing bad ever happens there. An Iowa man got pinched for allegedly oh. measuring his pants pig with a cardboard ruler at a urinal inside the University of Iowa's main library bathroom. You ever been there, Brad? See, but, yeah, uh, the library? Yeah. My, this, this, is jo- I, this is a joke I do whenever I'm in Iowa City with my mom. I'll go, What's that place? I'll point at the library and go, what is that building? She doesn't think it's funny. I mean, but did you have to go or were you just all internet by then? Because you're younger than me. Oh, no. My my email address was like insanely long. It was like a paragraph. Right. Well, I had to go look, get books. I had to check out books to like write papers and shit. 
Like what? There's, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a, what? You can leave. Taker can be on the show. Oh, okay. Fuck. Okay. I was like, oh my God. Oh, Sounds no. like there's somebody being murdered by a wolf bear. No. And then, Taker could be on the program. The garage door open and the dog is losing its mind. It, it does. It does sound like a, uh, like a joke dog from a TV show where you never see the dog, but you know, <laughs> but the dog like. It, on over the fence is just terrifying. Like Sandlot, isn't there a giant dog in the Sandlot or something? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. he's afraid of everything. Though he's the biggest dog who's afraid of everything. Right, he's big baby, but he's a big. Baby. If you saw him, you'd be like, nope. <laughs> yeah, find yeah, another house absolutely. to break into. I don't want any part of this one. This is terrifying. Yeah. That's that's my AR fifteen right there. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Thomas Morgan, 42, cop to misdemeanor for indecent exposure. Morgan was allegedly in the jail. Well, you're going to see why. You're going to see why. You're going to see why. Morgan was allegedly in the john when he partially turned his bod towards the witness, who was just in there taking a leak. Morgan then measured, quote, measured his penis against a cardboard ruler, according to the complaint. So, hey. Check out these measurements. I mean, the nice thing about a cardboard ruler is that you can just write like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's not a real thing. You can write like one, put the six, put put the six down by the base, and then <laughs> one six twelve fourteen, maybe two. Erase that. That's a little. I don't want to. Yeah, no, leave it. Leave it. 14. Come on. I mean, I know it's illegal and it should not be done and I would not encourage it. But turning to somebody with a ruler you made and going, whoa, 14. Yeah. Is pretty funny. Yeah, if you did that. In theory only. If you did that to me, it is really. That's a really funny bit. That's like something you would do. That is like, whoa, look at this. 14 inches. Oh, what the fuck? I must have grown. I've been working out. Yeah. Working out this dick. Fucking big ass. Look at this. The ruler don't lie. Can't. You don't. Numbers don't lie. Ruler don't lie, Brado. Or to put like one way too far up and then two and be like, no, you measure yours. (laughs) Here, use this other one. Negative. (laughs) Negative two. You have less than dick. You can't use mine. Less than dick. I made you, I made you one of those. <laughs> I made you your own. That way we don't get diseases. You know, in case you got an STD or something, don't want to touch. Don't want to touch cardboard rulers and share them around town. That's how people get sick. <laughs> I don't want any babes calling me up being steamed. They got the cardboard ruler STD. Whatever yeah. your hurt McGurps are, sicko. Yeah, just leave. Why don't you just walk away, bud? Walk away. I'll just uh, measure myself. I don't want to have any. I mean, I'm not sticking up for this guy just because he's from Iowa, but it's a pretty funny trick, only in theory, on paper. If it happened in a movie, you'd laugh at it, is my point. That's true. That's true. If it happened to me, I'd laugh. I mean, I'd be like, gross. What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) If somebody you didn't know turned to you and goes, whoa, 14? Yeah. I wouldn't fucking call the police. I'd be like, you're fucked up, man. What are you doing? (laughs) Dick away. (laughs) Fucking sicko. I'd finish my pee and walk out and just tell would you the you tell story. That you, would you tell him that you knew that it, it was a fake ruler, or would you let him keep thinking that you thought that it was real? Um, well, 
I don't know if I'd stare at it long enough to actually look at the numbers because there it can't be that. I don't no, see that's well. part of the that's part of the joke. The guy has to write the number fourteen big enough to be like, "Whoa, 14. I probably laugh. I I I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I know he's trying to show you his dick, and and that's like, you know. I'm thinking about pitching this as a like a hidden camera type of show. <laughs> I don't think you could do that joke anymore. What? I'm just. <laughs> What does that say about either of us, though? I'm just. Looking, I don't even know what we can make so, jokes about anymore. So fucking, so jaded. I just don't even care. I just be like, that fucked up. Oh, Fortina. All right, oh, dude. Oh, it's not. It's not PC, I guess. And then immediately, I get to text it to you and Vince, Pop. I put, talk about it on the show. It'd be great. I story. mean, I used to. I used. I used to send you pictures of Brett Favre's dick. That was a fun bit for a while. When we used to di- we used to farve people, and you st- you invented not okay to say yeah you I- invented it. It was a fun bit though to farve people. It <laughs> say that was your dick. That was before I knew the young lady who it happened to in real life. I but- know her too, but we didn't send it to fucking and like unsuspecting people. We sent it to friends who know what they're fucking getting into. If you want to be friends with us, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You had to be family. You got farved. <laughs> the guy going pee-pee, uh, police, uh, that um, he made a comment regarding his size. So the guy's like, hey, check this out. Pretty big, huh? So he is doing that. Okay. So he, okay. He but is, with like cardboard ruler. Right. And then on top of two of the urinal, urinals, urinals were other cardboard rulers with dark sharpie uh, markings regarding his penis size. So this guy, oh wow. So like he put it on all I picture like three urinals. If there's two others, like three in a row, that sounds pretty that sounds about right. So he measured his dick and he put it on each each urinal. So even if you weren't close enough to see the the ruler that he was holding, you would have reference to the one that's on top of your urinal, so you'd be like, okay, well, I see where it goes well, to uh, him. Well, that's con- that's convenient. He's doing the work for you. He's pl- providing all the clues. He's filling in all the blanks. This, this I mean, this person, is this is risky behavior. Oh, this is awful what he's doing. But I mean, we ha- I can't not lay into cardboard ruler penis guy a library. <laughs> how, how how old is he? Forty two. Oh, yeah, yeah. He doesn't. <coughs> Sorry, I'm a blessings to you, Brido. Blessings to you. He's not. He doesn't go to school there. I don't think. No. But you know, he's just just, uh, just graduated in '98 maybe, from high school. Maybe, maybe he just you know does. He's not good at picking up guys. I think is what we're getting at here. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's all sex criminal. But you know, uh, I mean, it, okay. So he's in Iowa City, which has had a gay bar as long as. Uh, we should, yeah. Maybe I mean it's fairly progressive place still. Yeah, it's a college Iowa, town. Though. It's a college town. Yeah. Maybe that's why he thought it was like fucking cool, and this guy wasn't gonna narc on him. Like, God, dang, yeah, guy, at the, li- at the library. Though. Well, that's where you pick up college, like young college guys. If, if you want, if you're into that, like you know, I'm, I was in a young college babes. I go to college town, hang out, be like, what's up? I'm not gonna whip my dick out with a ruler, cardboard ruler or something. I just maybe be like, hey, 
I buy a drink or something. And like, hey, me amo Miguel, Miguelito. What's up? Okay, pasa. Yeah. And then like, you know, yeah. would you like a, you know, smooth cocktail? You would you like would you like a Tito's and Ocean Spray with with me amo, you know what I'm saying? And that's like, you know, <laughs> that's how I uh, ask out young ladies at, you know, in the college towns right now. Okay. I technically do live in a in a college town, which is interesting. I don't always think about that. The victim told, so that's what I do, Brido. I go up, I go to the Applebee's. I, I live in a college town, I, too. I go to the Apple, yeah, so this, you know the score. I go to the Applebee's, and I'm like, yo, Miami, Miguelito, que pasa? And I'm like, you want a Tito's and Ocean Spray? And then um, it, it, it doesn't work, but, you know, that's what I do, and I'm not changing it. <laughs> oh, I forgot. They like when you call them co-eds. Hey, hey would any, any of you co-eds? Yes, yes. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> would you? Have, hey, would any of you Applebee's coeds like yes, a yes, like this l- is right. like a, like a Sunny D and uh, early times uh, whiskey? I got a thermos of it right here. No need. My treat. Don't don't give your money to the bees. They're just fucking. It's it's you don't want that Mountain Dew tequila fucking uh, uh margarita shit. I got a. Sunny D and early times whiskey right here for you, baby. And what then, you do is you hand you hand him a syllabus that you've written. <laughs> I wrote this. Hey, uh, you got any tests that um, you need help with? They're like a, a book reports. <laughs> is that what they're called? Yeah, and, and you have to say you have to keep licking a pen and saying <laughs> writing stuff down and going. I'm marking on the curve, and you got to wink at him. Marking on the curve. <laughs> then I just pull out the ruler. It's like yeah. I did. I don't, I'm not pulling my dick out. It just says real big on there, dick ruler, and then <laughs> it's just it's just all a bunch of hash marks, and then just a fourteen on the end, and I just like you have, you have to write love you on your eyelids, like in Raiders of the Lost Ark, and so you just keep blinking at them until they. <laughs> These are all ways to If you want to, if you want to, no, come, come to a uh, blue collar Michigan town and try out any of this stuff. Uh, I can't tell no. you, Michigan no. women are some of the toughest men you've ever met. You'll be fucking dead man bleeding out in that Applebee's parking lot. And ain't no one coming to help you here. And ain't nobody coming to help you, Sag Nasty. Not, not if you hand him a syllabus, <laughs> let him know the lay of the land. <laughs> What the fuck you do, stupid ass? They must not have liked what was on that ruler. That's I tried what I'll to tell you. give some babe some Sunny D and early times whiskey that I showed him my dick ruler. The like, motherfucker, would you fucking do that to some women? <laughs> <laughs> the victim, don't do any of these things. They're terrible. It's all in jest. Don't do. It's all this in jest. Is parody. This is uh, parody fair usage. Uh, um, no reasonable person these would try. All um, we're not we're not a uh, we're not misogynistic people. These are just all awful things that people do that are pieces of. See, trash. the problem with both of us is both of us have. Wouldn't it be funny if this type of person existed? Humor and that is. Well, we're really like bad. you know we're writers and that's what you do in the movies and things and that's essentially what this show is is like little movie vignettes. The police <laughs> the victim told police that he felt weird and uncomfortable seeing the defendant's semi-erect penis. Oh, so semi-erect of his 14. What the, f- I mean, you got more you know room. What? You, you got know room. What? To- semi-erect. <laughs> you got room to grow. You got room to grow. I mean, if he was in there all day doing this, you can't keep it. You can keep it fluffed, but it's hard to keep it like, 
rock and roll for that long. You haven't seen one of those uh, stripper pornos? You got to put like a rubber band around it. Mm. Is that what you do, Bridal? You put a rubber band. Well, a cock ring. You put a cock ring around it. Oh, is that what that is? Okay, then. Yeah, I only know that those are, I've never heard of anyone actually purchasing them. I would assume that lots of people do. A big toilet, only guy who has a bunch of cock rings and um, only has sex with cock rings and he swears by them. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now my, my, my buddy fucking Snake is probably going to rat me out because that's the thing. I say some inside jokes about uh, people that I know and then fucking the Snake, you're listening to this right now, motherfucker. And Snake will come ratting away on my little chat board. Burn said that he said this about so-and-so and now that person's going to want to kill you. You better not say that stuff. Well, don't, don't, don't come with that. This is a this is a private venue where we try to have a little fun and discuss things that are a little raunchy sometimes and exposing your own personal life gives a little depth to the story, Snake. Motherfucker. All right. Why don't you listen for why don't you listen for entertainment and not to be a little bitch? Yeah, yeah. Fucking what is this? Ratting out people, you third grader in school or like this guy ratting out dick measure guy i have no idea who you are snake so i'm just yeah, kidding i think that you're a great guy bean tooth bean snake whatever you want to call him he'd be ratting the, be like oh no this guy was measuring his dick and i was trying to make peepees and uh, teacher come help <laughs> morgan uh, reported it reportedly admitted to measuring his meat with the ruler but denied being aroused <laughs> <laughs> so he's saying no, 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 no. It's always this size. Want to see? Let me get warmed up first. Guys, first of all, you're trying to measure your flaccid penis. Uh-huh. But this is like, he's saying that no, so, it's and not showing fluffed it to guys up. being like, pretty good uh, flaccid. The huh? cops saw the fucking rulers, and that guy, like, they could figure out how long the, right. the, the material was, and I bet... That he's like, no, 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 guys. He's just trying to hit on the cops at this point. Like, no, ah, no, no, guys. That's all. That's all me. That's all. Just that's just a snowy, cold day. Me out with my pants down. You should <laughs> straight out of the pool on a snowy day. You should. Oh, that's just guys. That's just. I mean, I just got man slinky all day. This is just a guy who gets off on talking about his dick and showing it off to people just a real he's a what are they called a exhibitionist that's what this is well if you got a sweet hog and no game <laughs> i mean you gotta measure it at the library i mean i suppose i mean you get a book get a book while you're there maybe some maybe like a nice dan brown novel <laughs> dan brown. and then you, you get some angels and demons i mean and I, you... I get the, i get the guy being Weird and uncomfortable seeing the se- defendant semi erect penis, but again, oh my I, god, in no way should this guy have been doing this. But I, you know, I, I would mean, just, I, I don't know, I, I'd be lonely. I, COVID made people lonely. <laughs> this guy's got a measurable crank on him, and he's like, and he's like, I, maybe other people want to make a connection over it. And some people are, if there are people, and you know, that whatever you want to do. But I mean, that's a little bit of honesty right there. It's like, I want to be up front with you. I have absolutely no personality. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. The, the guy felt weird and uncomfortable seeing the guy's semi, but he's not into semis. So, like, there could have been another dude there that was like, oh, my God. I'm fu- so grief. So my question, I got to have the that. Question, the obvious question is, has this worked before? Possibly. Possibly. 
I mean, if he's not into it, he's not into it. But if I went to take a leak in the John and some hot babe was measuring her boobs, I'd be like, well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, he seemed like he had a system. He's like, I'm going to place one of these items at yeah. each urinal. So it seems like he, that's some not first timers confidence. Right, right. I mean, this is just a more aggressive uh, form of tapping the foot under the stall is what's going yes. on here. Yes, he, yes, yes. he should have been a little more discreet, but we live in a different world that's much more aggressive with bold flavors, etc. And now you I know guess... what you should do is place uh, cardboard dick rulers on on things just <laughs> <laughs> just to mess with people. <laughs> I'll make a bunch. <laughs> I'll start putting them around town, <laughs> and I'll write... don't 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 rub them out on don't rub whip it out or anything with people, but but just like leave it around. That and, like... is really funny to make some. Like eight inch, no, six inch, six inch, yeah, six inch, and then I'll make it so it's twelve inches. So it'll be like one inch, two inch. See, there were there are comedians that would on the road would sell glow in the dark rulers where the numbers were all where it was smaller and the numbers were all. Oh, really? I mean, somebody did that. I, I, I think. that's fun. I, that, yeah. Well, I'll just rip that off, and then I'm going to write yeah, dick yeah. ruler, and I'm just every bar yeah, yeah. I go to, I'm going to leave it there. And someone's going to have a laugh. Someone's going to be like, I mean, also somebody could be like, did you put this here to like somebody, <laughs> some poor guy, and taking a shit in there, and then you know, then you're like, oh no, real real guy got murdered. I mean, this guy's this is psycho behavior. I mean, to be fair, I would after I, you know ripped on him a little bit i would leave and then i'd tell everyone but i would not want to see him again because i'd be afraid anyone who does this is just kind of a little screwy in the head and sounds like someone who might stalk you or something so you got to get away he's uh well he's in the jail now (laughs) he's he's in the johnson county jail and that's that's johnson county jail brido he's in the johnson County. I mean, that's it. It's, it's, it's too good. It's a license plate I've seen my whole life. It's, yes, it's yes, yes. too perfect. It's too perfect that Dick Ruler's in the Johnson County Jail. Let's do some Power Tube. My movie of the week was Bruised. You can watch it on Netflix starring Halle Berry. Yeah. It's a bridal suggestion. UFC. Yeah. Great women's empowerment film. If you like Warrior, this is like Chick Warrior, and it's fucking yeah. great. It's a, yeah. I, I had I had nothing but a good time watching it. There are some dark parts that are a little like I was like, oh boy, like she does go through some really definite hardships. But wow, well, I was pleasantly surprised. Starring and written and uh, directed by Halle, Halle Berry. Berry. Yep, she does those exercises in real life, according to my wife, who follows her on the gram. Pretty good. She's pretty awesome in it. And also, who I thought was the coolest motherfucker in the world was that Budokan chick. Yes. Budokan. Budokan was like, was the whole movie, I was like, man, I want to be cool like Budokan. Wish I was a Budokan. So I, sweet. Like, that's the coolest part. I looked her up. She's born in Uganda and then, like, raised in the UK. She's like. Oh, just, I, she had she had that um, British accent stink all over her. I was like, there's no. I mean, she's just way too fucking cool which makes her even cooler if you saw her in an interview i bet she's just like oh like wearing the coolest shit saying cool shit looks talks cool cool hair cool piercings oh just everything about that chick was just like so pimp Halle berry's 55 or something right right that's the other thing is she's not like 42 or she's 
in real life. So I watched that, and then I watched Roadrunner, the Bourdain documentary. I rented it for 20 bucks, and he gets big into Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Right. And he's, like, in super fucking good shape and, like, in his 50s. And it made me think, like, man, should I get into, like, that sort of – just the workout. It's not really fight people. Right. But, I mean, I saw that, and sometimes I'm at the game. I'm like, how long? Because I don't have any real slowdown. For the most part, like I still can lift like an exercise and the way that I did, I can't, I couldn't like run suicides or anything. My knees are a little popcorny when I bend. But for the most part, I'm like, when does this decline? And then I saw stuff like Bourdain. You can get it back in Bret Hart's book, Bret the Hitman Hart. He talks about getting the elasticity of his knees back and all this shit that I don't even know what it means. Well, what I think is going to have to happen because I had today, like I have overloaded my biceps for a couple of sessions and the tendons are so sore that the actual tendons i couldn't do regular curls today i could they were just all blown out from doing pull-ups so i think i may have to start adding in like a yoga day or something to like work on flexibility and stuff and i think that's probably better for the most part as you probably take poppers Bicep poppers. Bicep poppers. What do you watch? What you watch this week that was good? <clears throat> oh, I watched Pig, starring Nicolas Cage. Oh, I just read about it today. It looks great. Oh, you would dig it the most. I love so Nick Cage. Gonna, I, I was excited to tell you about this. Jason of the Jason and Jennifer we- uh, wedding loves Nick Cage. I bet okay, he's seen so, Pig. So it was on a lot of best movies of the year lists. I don't know about all that. I just I made my own list for best movies of the year and I in my list was Eric Andre's movie. It's like it was fucking incredible. But uh Jared Logan told me that I should see Pig and I was like I was like okay, that's good enough for me. I've seen that's in the best movie lists. You would dig it's Nick Cage the most. with a pig. So I like that already. <laughs> I'm already okay, in. the the plot is he's got a truffle pig mm-hmm. and he's and he and he lives out in the woods. And somebody steals his truffle pig. Yeah, it sounds and sad. He, and he wants it back. I like this. I like. I know what's going to happen. I like all this. I like yeah. all this. I Nicholas Cage. Sometimes look up what Nicholas Cage's um, uh, film biography is. Film filmography is filmography. It is massive. He's oh yeah. Made so many movies. A lot of them that you. Most of them, because there's so many that you've never heard of, lots of them yeah. are really, yeah. really good. He yeah. just gets a bad rap because he makes anything and everything because yeah. he likes to buy up Babe Ruth baseballs and fucking yeah. original Transformers heads and shit. I don't know. He buys yeah. all kinds of oh, Elvis's underpants with original cum. I had to buy them. <laughs> uh, I did 45 movies, $100 million. I did this like. I did this horrifying ghost tour in New Orleans that like Moshe Kasher told me to go on. And he's like, and it's the, the last house, which I, I refuse to speak about. I just know it's called the Lurie house and it's all made up. The story's made up. Yeah. But I, but I don't like scary stuff is. or ghosts. I don't like that. Brian. Anyway, anyway, I live Nick alone. Cage bought that. Anyway, Nick Cage bought that house. Yeah. That's, I don't want to live in there. I don't have any, no. <laughs> uh-uh. and, and, and all that shit is always made up, but I don't want to know about it. Don't tell me yeah. about it. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. 
Let's do some power grooves. My song of the week, Real Human Being by Wolfface, off of Love Songs for the Lycanthropic, recommended by the homie Bean Tooth, Snake Tooth, Old Snake. Whoa. Yeah. It's, um, it's, not uh, just a tad, not just a tattle there. It is a uh, remake of uh, Real Hero off of the Drive soundtrack, but it's different. It's, you know, that's more of a uh, electro song, and this is more of a uh, just slow rock song. And boy, oh boy, is it good, because I love Real Hero so much. I love the Drive soundtrack. I love the score. I love the fucking movie. But this is just a treat. I listened to it like twice a day for the last uh, week. Thank you, Snake Tooth Bean Tooth. Oh, and um, do you know what? Like lycanthropy, Brido. It's a noun, delusional that a delusion that one has become a wolf. Oh wow! The assumption of the form and characteristics of a wolf held to be possible by witchcraft or magic. But the first, the first definition is the delusion that one has become a wolf. <laughs> Like that That's fucking great. Metallica song, Shape Shift. <laughs> guy turns into a wolf. It's on, uh, it's not the black, is it the black album or is it the one before the black album? It's one of those. Either way. I used to um, have boxing matches in one of the apartments I lived in in college and I'd come out on all fours and um, I'd go from the wolf while that song played and I'd say, Shape Shift, and I'd shift into a person and then me and Chad Rat would fight and it, you'd be drunk and you'd almost want to barf <laughs> after 60 seconds. It was really, a, really, really taught me that boxing is, is real fucking exhausting, even if it's two idiots in a shitty apartment with oversized Man. boxing gloves. I didn't do all that. I was at the library with a, with a ruler and it <laughs> did make people barf in 60 seconds. <laughs> what did you give me a song? Give us a song, bad. Mystery by Turnstile. I showed you this group. Uh, I asked you if you were up on it. You were like, never no. heard of then them. You're like, then you then you were like, oh, I'm into this right away. It's a real rockin' song. That's a song, real rock and roll. That song fucking rules. That's yeah. because that is you recommended me that like in within a 15 minute window of this uh, this other song by Bean Snake. So I got two Ooh. two fresh new tunes that I really love goes a long way. I have lots of new songs that I kind of like, but like some shit that I love that's an everyday playlist song is really, really makes my day. One of my favorite times of the year is to these lists, these 20, like the end of the year lists. So you're like, oh, I'll check that out. Oh, yeah, the, you love that. The, the, yeah, I do. Because it's like the critics all agree. So you're like, oh, I'm more likely to check this out. And then you get some good shit that you missed. And that Turnstile album is worth checking out. So really, really know. good. Also, uh, Hate to promote Zahn, but it's uh, it's uh, tonight. If you listen to this on Thursday, uh, December 9th, Kanye and Drake free concert on the Jeff Bezos TV at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Larry Hoover thing. Yes. Free hashtag free Larry Hoover. So I'll I'll fuck with that. I'll fuck with a fucking Kanye Drake like a fucking concert. Sounds great. Can't beat. Yeah. Daddies, please subscribe. To Hunk with Mike Bridenstine, everywhere podcasts are available. Fabulous show. Who's on this week, Brad? Jared Logan, John Darnell, Maggie May, Mary Mack. Uh, who else is on it? I'm on it. Oh, I'm, I'm on it. I'm on I'm... it. Well, I think. And, and Ricky and Ricky Carmona. Oh. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, that's a that's a solid lineup, and 
you're going to love, I'll guarantee you love Ricky and Jared. I mean, come on. They're all good, but yeah. heavy hitters. I've always wanted to have Ricky yeah. co-host this program, but you've stepped into He's the- great. Well, you've stepped in, Brido. You've stepped in. You, you, you yeah. ate all the food. You ate all the food for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Maybe the next time you go out of town or something, bring Ricky in. Okay. R- Ricky is an absolute, absolute joy. Thank you for joining me, Brido. Appreciate. Thanks for having me. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Yeah, I wanna make power moves. Yeah, I wanna make power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, she's sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves, sipping some natty lights, late nights and bar frights, rocking the Winston lights, just making power moves, yeah, I'm making power moves, just doing Detroit groove, all American dudes, just making power moves, yeah, I'm making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove, just some American dudes, I'm making power moves. I'm making power.